Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. It is The Edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon. Now over the weekend, a friend of ours um, gets, bought a massive TV. She was like real excited, got home with a partner, you know, going to watch TV on Saturday night, Netflix and chill and all that. Mm. And uh, got to the door and realised they'd locked their keys to the house inside. So they were like on the doorstep with their TV. And they were like, well, let's turn this into a fun night uh, while they're waiting for the locksmith. So it took like four hours for a locksmith to arrive. So they're stuck outside with a TV. Yeah, they ordered pizza. One of them walked down the road, got some wine. They sat on the... They could have got an extension cord from their neighbour's place, plugged the telly in. True, they didn't watch. They just hung out and uh, had some sort of had some pizza and some wine and made, made a nice little evening, locked out of the house. They Don't like they those... know any tricks? Do they don't do any tricks? You know, like, what, like, get in their tricks. Holding their breath for 60 seconds or no, something? No, like, you know, your postcard trick. Oh, no, to get in the to door. To get in the door, yeah. Well, I guess not, Sharon. Oh, neither. <laughs> That's a very good question. It always looks so easy on the movies, though. I know. Someone like, puts the card down well, the door. It depends on what sort of windows you got. Yeah. It's a specific window you need for the postcard. Like when spade. Sharon was growing up in Timaru, she was new. She was Timaru's greatest breaker and enterer. <laughs> right? My so, library card. Yeah. <laughs> I never went into someone's house I wasn't supposed to be in. Those never. cigarettes weren't paying for themselves <laughs> when you're 16 and pregnant, mate. Nah, mate, you just steal them out of Dad's bowls bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, producer Dan's coming mm. because you have a story of being stuck out of your house, which I think maybe trumps the oh, TV I think story. It does, yeah. Yeah, it happened a few weeks ago. I um, We live in like a s- s- smallish house, so when I go to bed, we always put out the rubbish because it stinks overnight. And my girlfriend was at work, so I'd, I was home alone that night, and I, and I go to bed, and it. I sleep naked. Do you sleep naked? Yeah. yeah I'm really? A, yeah. Yeah. It's a confronting thought. Do you? Yeah. Like, well, I thought it's free. And they say it's better for your health. But that's another thing. Who says it's better for <laughs> What's the difference between having a pair of boxer shorts on and not? Yeah. No. I feel like if you were spooning too, it'd just be like spooning like a, a dish brush. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> anyway, look, this is beside the point. So the, the, I hadn't put the rubbish out that night, so I decided I'd better go and put it out, but I'd already sort of de derobed. <laughs> oh, so you made a naked dash? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I, I, I'm not going to throw anything. I was like nine o'clock at night. I was like, I'll just run down. And it, the bin's just outside our house. Mm. It was a windy evening. Went out, took the rubbish out. As I went out, the door slammed shut. <gasps> oh, one of those doors no. that locks from the inside. So I was outside. And I didn't, I'd been my phone because I was just running out. So I literally had to go and sit in my car. Luckily, it was unlocked and wait for my girlfriend to come home at like midnight. So I was sitting nude <laughs> oh, in my car. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing because it's on the road as well. So she was like, like, we've been together for a while now. I thought we could do something freaky. Yeah. And the weird <laughs> thing was, so she weird. came home not knowing that she wasn't, because I didn't have any time to warn her because I didn't have my phone. <laughs> so like, any means to warn her. So she was just confronted by her nude <laughs> A milky partner. white boyfriend. <laughs> Look at that guy. That would be, if you, if you jumped out of your car at me, that would have been a guts, nuts, face oh, reaction. Yeah. yeah, it would have For been. For sure. I would have been terrified. Been. It was the most... Horrible situation. This I've seems ever like been. an elaborate cover up story for something that oh, really so. bad that happened in the neighborhood. Stop trying to use us to get <laughs> yeah. you as your alibi. Listen, mate, if you're yeah. on Police Team 7 this week, you deal with it yourself, okay? <laughs> Don't watch this week. Watch John and Ben this week. <laughs> All right, we'll help producer Dan out. I went home to the edges of the phone number 3343 on the text. Where have you been stuck in the nude? Like, can you beat Dan? Mm. I don't know if you can. I don't How think elaborate anyone can beat that. Mm. I don't know. I'd say there's people that have been stuck in the nude worse. Three, three, four, three's the text. Oh, eight hundred. The edge of the number. We'll do that next. It is the edge. John Ben and Sharon. The edge. We just heard uh, from Deadweight Dan, our producer, that uh, a couple of weeks ago he was. Um well, he ended up being locked out of his house. A very convoluted story. Locked out of his house in the nude. I don't know if we're buying the story that he went out to put the rubbish bins out, <laughs> or the rubbish out in the nude, and the door was windy, and it, you know, like it seems like a back. very elaborate story. Yeah, and a, quick, a lot of a lot of 
a series of comical events that have never happened to anyone I've come across. He ended up sitting on his car in the street in the nude mm. waiting for his uh, partner to come home. I don't reckon he was even outside his own house. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, no. He was outside along uh, an ex-girlfriend's house. And it wasn't even his car. <laughs> I love you, darling. <laughs> well, we want to know, where have you been stuck naked? Natalie, what happened to you, babe? Hi, yeah, it was me. It was my husband. Um, and he used to sleepwalk a lot. And he used to sleep in the nude, as you do in the summer. Risky combination. Um, if you know you're a sleepwalker, then yeah. go, you know, sleeping, <laughs> sleeping full full body suit, uh, birthday suit's not a good decision. <laughs> well, he, yeah, so he, um, he woke up one night, obviously he sleptwalked, he woke up one night outside the front door of his landlady's house, utterly butt naked and had to ring the bell to get us to let him back in. Oh, my gosh. You and know, that sleepwalking, some people can have affairs. What? Yeah. That is a lie. That is, you can sleepwalk right into that, another person's genitals. No. That is, <laughs> Repeatedly. No, that's that not. Is that what someone told you? <laughs> no, that's you, no. you Google it. It's a thing. No. You are it is an a thing. No. People have got off court cases. No. And Lisa, welcome to the show. What happened to you? Where were you caught nude? Hello. 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 I'm actually, I'm actually nude right now. I'm stuck in Ben's sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> yes! yes you call, do you want us to call for help? Oh, just stop making this What's a thing, there? guys. What's in there? Guys, you're making help this me. a thing. It's not help a thing. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, this is a great it. piece oh, of acting. Thank, thank no, you. I apologise. You're going for a half an hour session. The next thing, you're there for a week. No. Can I just say that I absolutely love how many listeners are ringing up and throwing Ben under the bus, and I encourage more no, we don't encourage yeah. it. We do. This is fake news. Well, do you fake. feed these people? Mate, this is not. I don't even need you know, to answer he does. these questions. I, I met someone that had been in there, and he, do you know, he feeds them before the session. Oh yeah. Um, you need the sustenance. Beef tataki. <laughs> you know that raw beef. Yeah. That's what he gives them. Raw yeah. beef. You need it. Oh, yeah. All right, next on, next on the show. Just okay. ignoring you guys. Give me your tataki recipe. Uh, oh, I don't even know. It gives them some vitamin supplements uh, okay. halfway next, through. Next on the show, uh, Dom Harvey from The Breakfast Show. He's doing he's doing a great thing this week, uh, trying to run a marathon every day for five days, of course, raising money for a great cause. How did he go with marathon number two in Christchurch? We'll find out next. Is this what's inspired your uh, five, six marathons in five days? <laughs> oh, <it doesn't>, oh. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Of course, uh, Dom Harvey this week uh, embarking on uh, one of the biggest things I think ever done in radio. Yeah, Five marathons, five days. He did his second one this morning in Christchurch. So many people were running with him, and even uh, JJ, his ex-wife, used to be here. She ran part of it with him as well, and he still ran it in a pretty quick time. Like, I thought it would have been way slower today. Yeah, he's raising money for Kaulani, who's uh, got a rare form of cancer, and you can donate. Just head to theedge.co.nz. But here is some blow-by-blow coverage of today's race. Okay, and three, two... One. And they've begun their second marathon out of five. He's looking very good straight out of the bat. You wouldn't know he ran a marathon yesterday. On the phone right now, we have Dom in the middle of his run. Are you 20Ks deep, mate? Yeah, 20Ks. So we're almost at halfway for today. What's making it easier is uh, all the people that are coming and joining in. Yeah. It's like a group of about 12 of us. It's a great pack. Okay, we've been running for two hours, 42 minutes. I think we're about 32Ks down. Got one more left of Hagley to go. Oh, we're gonna make it. Two from five. Yes! Woo! Oh, it's going right to that last lap, eh? Hey? Oh, just so sore, eh? Hey? You think you can do another one tomorrow? Nah. <laughs> How much support was out there today? Oh, tons. The support was amazing. 
kind of annoying though because it means you can't walk. <laughs> you can walk, I'm sure yeah. they would. I just want to curl up and go to sleep and yeah, never maybe go. never wake up. <laughs> oh, well done, Dom. About four hours you were saying his yes. time today. And the thing is, is that uh, if you are running with Dom, please remember that he hasn't said this. This is just me being uh, <laughs> yeah. Dom's mum. Remember that he's already run two marathons, so he will naturally try and keep up with you if you're running your first marathon. So maybe just. Give him a pity jog just so that he can kind of take it easy. Because if you're going in there fresh as hell and running real fast, he'll just try and keep up with you, which may ruin him for later in the week. That's just my... Uh, no, no, it's yeah, just me as a friend. Give him a pity jog. Look after him. Give much him a pity like, jog. Much like we gave Ben a pity job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Pretty much. Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> What's so impressive listening to that audio is him running and talking. Oh. I can't run and talk. No, he's trying to talk right now. He's a beast. <laughs> um, but if you want to run with him tomorrow, he's going to be in Wellington. It's going to be starting from MediaWorks Wellington, which is... Is then going to go out to Evans Bay and back to Waitangi Park uh, four times and it'll be finishing up at Waitangi Park as well. So go head along with him, but remember, give him a pity jog. Uh, yeah, pity jog. Pity jog. Pity jog. Pity jog. And uh, we, we want to raise money too for Kaolani. So if you want to, after four o'clock, we're going to talk to Dom and we've been sponsoring our conversations. So if you've got anything you want to sell, it could be a drawers that you want to get rid of, an old mm. car. Maybe it's a new business you've started. Uh, ben, New Zealand's premier jingle rider, the mastermind. <laughs> behind the Nova Show Us Your Crack jingle. I really feel like you're giving me a lot of credit here, guys. We'll write you a jingle, and here was yesterday's one for an electrician. Show us your lights. Oh, Stuart Rogers Electrical. Show us your plug. Oh, Stuart Rogers Electrical. Show us your other faulty electrical bits. Oh, Stuart Rogers Electrical. The best electricians in Wellington. Please don't fact check that. When you want an electrician, Stuart Rogers will plug your bits in. He'll blow your fuse. Ah, Stuart Rogers Electrical.co.nz. The best electricians in the world. That was, that was live on the radio, and to tell you when I wrote one jingle, I could probably only write one jingle, guys. <laughs> Do you know what I would also like to set the challenge out today? I'd like to set the challenge out to Novus to ring up and uh, make a donation for them for Ben to write them a jingle, because he's already written it. You've never been paid. Well, I it could got paid be a, to do my job, so that was fine. It could be a form of them paying for their jingle that they've had for so long. I think that's an actual thing. They yeah. don't like us mentioning that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been told not to mention that in the past. Okay. I want to, I got paid to do my job, I yeah. that, and it was oh, cool. Yeah. We made a jingle, and it was cool. And um, I'm really stoked that they use it, so it's great. It's yeah. probably it's an office. <laughs> yeah, it's an obvious chat, but I thought I'd just anyway. Yeah. There we go. John Ben and Sharon, the Edge. We're going to open up the People's Court. These are the cases that even Judge Judy won't touch. This is the People's Court. All right, they're your issues on the airwaves, judged by your fellow listener pals as the the jury, the judgmental jury. It's easy to do that from the comfort of your car, from oh. your Toyota Corolla. Is it what? But it's those conversations that you just really want to get stuck into and have an opinion on. And today's one, I am fired up about Are you it. fired up about this? We're going to bring the plaintiff in, Kylie. Welcome. Good to have you there. Sarah is also uh, in the courts uh, this afternoon as well as the defendant, Kylie and Sarah. You, you two are good friends. And this is about your third friend. Yes. Okay, you, you take it away, Kylie. Um, so we've got this friend, she's been with her boyfriend for a while now, um, but he treats her like absolute crap. He's always texting other girls, flirting with other girls and stuff. I, I reckon he's cheated on her maybe a couple of times. Um, I just think she can deserve better and do, yeah, way better than him. So I want to tell her what he's actually really like, um, with his like flirting ways and texting and stuff like that. So that she breaks up with him because I don't think she should be with him. And Sarah, you, what are, what are your thoughts on this, Sarah? You come to the court. 
I don't think, well, I know it's, it's our business, but I don't think it's our place to intervene quite yet. I think she just needs to do her, learn her lesson, and then hopefully grow from it with whatever happens. Right. So you've got mm. one saying we need to tell her, the other one saying don't tell her until she finds it. Sure, you'd be getting it. involved, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd, be, you'd have your sticky beak up in this <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a hard one because the <laughs> messenger the messenger always gets shot. And I've been literally been in this situation and I didn't say anything. And in the end, my because I was too scared, and right. this guy was also really good at having a cover story. And then when they broke up, I said to her, look, I should have told you this, but I didn't. And she was was like, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't. Uh, we would have our friendship would have been over. Oh, right. But now I think if that guy's doing all that stuff, it, if it was me and Bryce was know? doing that, I would want to know because it's humiliating when everybody else knows that you're getting cheated on, but you. It is so embarrassing. It's now the time to tell her that Bryce is oh. not doing any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> yeah, Bryce Bit is not doing any of that stuff. Here. Bryce values having a penis. Well, he, if he is, if he is he's if he very is, good at it. Yeah. Keep it off the down low. <laughs> Shut okay. up. So, Kylie, you're, you're in the camp of definitely tell her. You want to do it? Yeah, she yes, is. Yes, she is. Well, she didn't know right. for sure that that was. She thought there was some dodgy things going on, but she didn't know for sure. Yeah, okay. Oh, wait, under the edge. If you don't trust your good friend's partner, you don't like them, you don't get along with them. Is it your place to intervene and, and say something? Because you do run the risk of ruining the friendship. Because my moral is always, if your best friend and your family don't like your partner, it's a very strong sign your partner's a loser. Okay. Okay, let's lose his hard work. Your partner's <laughs> not good enough for you. A horn dog. <laughs> Kylie, another question. If they mm-hmm. decide that you should tell... Can you do it on the radio? Oh, don't do <gasps> no, that. Right, no, that's mean. That's mean to the girl. Situation. Five twenty tonight. No, prime no, time. No, prime no, time, baby. No, that's so no, mean to the girl. I'm taking some well, real life here. Negotiations will happen during the ad break. <laughs> no, it's, no, not, it's happen. not. You're a soulless radio announcer. <laughs> Look at you. I wait over the edge of the number. What do you reckon? Three, three, four, three on the tick. Ty, what do you think? Um, so I recently got out of a relationship that turned quite toxic in the end and it wasn't until obviously getting out of the relationship that I spoke to my family about him and apparently my brothers never liked him. <laughs> and they yeah. didn't say anything but they didn't want to ruin their relationship with you. I'm yeah, it's a hard thing to bring up though. Yeah, apparently the first time they met him they felt a little bit off and even my 11-year-old brother said, you know, like, I don't know why but I didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, my dad's a real first impressions guy and I remember with one boyfriend he didn't get even stand up to greet him when he met him and another one when we uh, broke it up. He didn't even stand up. He didn't even stand up. He just was like, hey, and carried on watching the rugby and I was like, oh God, that's not a good sign. Oh, oh great. Well, not like that. For that. And then uh, another, a different boyfriend again, he did like him and then we broke up and then we got back together and he goes, oh, he's a tosser anyway. And I was like, like, hey, we actually got back together. Uh, yeah, you've got to be careful awkward. too. When people do break up, you can't badmouth too hard because oh. there's always the risk that they, they do get, get back, together. back together. I always ask. I'm like, what's the chance of you guys getting back together? And they're like, none, none. And I'm like, call ahead of me, the douchebag. <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> Not today, but tomorrow, big chance. Ellie, what do you think? Should they tell the friend? Yeah, absolutely. I had to tell my friend a few years ago on the 21st birthday because her boyfriend was being a complete douchebag and was cheating on her and all of her housemates knew and wouldn't say anything and he was there at the party bragging that he was going home to back to her house to Uh. meet this other girl 
And so at the end of the night, after she, you know, made sure she had a good night, but at the end of the night, I told her and said, no, this might end our friendship, but you need to know, because if it was me, I wouldn't want to, you know, this going on. And she went home and she caught him and she threw all his stuff out the window and good. kicked his ass out. Good! And, Let us burn her on fire, what? Yeah. <laughs> And, and for the last how, like 15 years, we've been best friends now, and she Aww. said that she wished somebody had told her sooner. Oh, Ellie. Good on you, what Ellie. What a good friend. What a good friend. I'm really, like, don't ever double-cross Sharon. She's no. talked about cutting bits of body parts no, off. No. Yeah. She's talked about burning things. Hey, but also, what a good friend. Am I, right? Yeah, good. Somebody is mean to you, Jono. You'll commit arson. But what happened to Clinton Guy? Like, I don't know what they... I don't know. Well, they've been seen for many <laughs> We're years. We're not allowed to bring it up. We're they not allowed to talk about it. lovely funerals. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're both alive. But they don't have two balls anymore. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, what do you think? Um, I think definitely not. Don't tell her. Do not. Andy, are you the boyfriend? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, nah, he's nah. like <laughs> I'm a handsy guy. <laughs> what can I say? Don't tell him well, that. Since <laughs> when was pashing another chick cheating? <laughs> yeah. You know, so what, Andy- why not? Nah, I, I have reasons because um, kind of in the same scenario, not with cheating, but um, no one really likes hypothetical person in a relationship, and no one wants to say anything because. A couple of people have, and they've been completely Why cut off. Interesting. Okay, so the results. Dun, 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 dun. 75% of people say, tell them. Mm-hmm. This is combining the text votes, two, three, three, four, three. I think you've got to be sure that something's definitely going on, though. Like, you've got to put it out there. Maybe get them to sleep with you, and then you're like, <laughs> hey, just so you know. Or He's cheating on you because <laughs> I slept with him. Only for you, though. I did the, it as a friend. There's the other thing you can do where you say to the boyfriend, hey, I know that you did this, this, and this. You've got 48 hours to tell blah, blah. Otherwise, I'm going to tell her. Hmm. Oh, you did the ultimatum one. Oh, Jeez. that's it. <laughs> and then you always got like to add the hmm. That's the, that's the trick my mum would do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I did that to a friend once. Went up to her boyfriend and I was like, hey, I know that you cheated this place and this place and you got 48 hours. If you don't tell her, I'm going to tell her. You're like a hmm. villain in like a Keanu Reeves film movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a contraption that you might be able to escape if you try hard enough. 48 hours. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Don Megan Randall's five marathons in five days. Helping a little girl fight cancer. Yes, this week, Dom Harvey from The Breakfast Show running five marathons in five days to help fundraise money for three-year-old Kaolani who has a rare form of cancer. It's an amazing thing he's doing. Today was marathon number two. We're going to catch up with Dom after five o'clock today. I've seen a photo of his toes. You showed me a photo of his toes from social media. You know rainbow carrots? You ever seen those, the purple carrots you can get? That's what his toe looks like, a rainbow carrot. I reckon there'd be a very specific website on the internet for that picture. You know, some people would be into those bruised up battered toes. They They don't look horrible. He's got three more marathons to go. He's going to be like he's going to be like Sir Edmund Hillary climbing up Everest by the end of it. Yeah. Imagine all the bloody it'll be able to have like frostbite or his toes will be black and blue. Oh, I know. Foot will be. But he is amazing, and I am so proud of him for doing this because he is going to be fighting so hard to get through this, and it's all for somebody that's fighting even harder than five marathons in five days, which is Kaulani, and so that's what the reason for being is. And we've decided that we're going to be doing crosses every day with Dom. And we should sell the sponsorship and put 
the money into the fundraiser for mm. that. Because radio needed more adverts, didn't yes. it? Commercial radio yes. needed more advertising. <laughs> this is for a good cause. <laughs> it's for a good cause. The ads we play, the eight minutes with the ads for also the rest a good of... cause for our jobs. <laughs> and the good thing is that on board, we've got Ben Boyce, who wrote the very famous Show Us Your Crack Novus jingle. Yeah, so anything you want to advertise, <laughs> yeah. you'll get a jingle written by New Zealand's today, premier Jono, jingle writer. You're the, you're the safe pair of hands today. Oh, jeez. And now we have uh, someone who wants to donate how much? Yes, we've got uh, Jake on the line from Burger King right now. Woo! Jake, you've saved the day. How much are you guys going to donate to Kaulani from Burger King? Yeah, we'd like to donate five hundred dollars to Kaulani. Five hundred dollars! Thank you so much, Burger King. That's awesome. Put me, but bloody flame grill me and slip me in between two whopper buns. That's oh, a lot of money. That's amazing. So, Jake, very, very generous, which means we need to write a very good ad uh, when we talk to Dom later on in the show yeah, yeah. for Burger King. Mm. So, uh, what sort of things would you like us to cover in said ad? Oh, can you let people know that we uh, flame grill our burgers? Um, we have uh, nine nuggets for two ninety five. Oh, what a deal! Our, our Rotorua restaurant is being refurbished, and that opens uh, again on the seventeenth of September with a grand reopening special. Oh, um, Jake, and I, all I, of our eggs are free range. Did oh, I get any more in there? There's quite a lot of information <laughs> there. Like you've spent five hundred. This is more than a thousand dollars. Also, whack in there that they uh, do one dollar hash browns. I saw yeah. that the other day. I got one of them on the weekend. Oh, and they had those chicken fries. They're real good. Chuck that in there too. Get that in there, John. <laughs> oh, and you can't beat their, uh, their bacon double cheeseburgers. Take some notes, Jake. off every item on the menu. <laughs> yeah, that'd yes. Be great. Okay, so Jake, what we were thinking is that we'll get Jono to write it. Um, how do you feel about a Burger King hip hop ad? <laughs> Burger hip hop. Um, it's not going to be very hip hop if Jono's writing it. It's going to be wider than the buns uh, you put in the Whopper. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Love to hear it. Okay, all right. Well, White Buds is also his rapping name, I think, as well. (laughs) (laughs) I used to go by the name Mayonnaise. Well, we are going to write, well, we're going to get Jono to write this up. We are going to catch up with Dom around about 20 to 6 tonight. That's where you can hear this amazing Burger King rap. And a massive, massive thank you to Burger King for donating $500. Thank you, Jake. My pleasure. And sucked in. It's for a good cause. You can't get your money back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome at Birking. Uh, thanks so much, Jake, and, uh, and the team there. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Fortnite is an online video game. Uh, it's taking the world by storm. Uh, everyone seems to be playing it these days, and, uh, and it might be ruining your relationship because it's ruining the relationship of one of our Edge announcers. Uh, Sam from The Day Show joins us now. Hey, Sam. Yeah, yeah, hey. hey Ironically playing the game that is causing the problem in his relationship. He's playing it right now. <laughs> well, uh, it's not so much of a problem anymore because I've been given gaming nights. See, Tuesdays and Thursdays are my gaming nights. So as soon as I get home from work, I, I just jump on straight away so I can maximise time on, on the game. How many hours are you allowed at a time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'd say I'd, I could play from now till, like, nine, and I'd be all sweet. That'd be all good. Four hours! This still seems like a long time. You're doing well, I think. And you're, like, newly married as well. How did you negotiate that? <laughs> well, I used to be work. I used to get home from um, from work, and then I'd play till, like, 1 in the morning. <laughs> so from 4pm four, 4 to from 1 the, in the next day? Yeah, yeah. How good are you? When you put it like that, so, so how good are you? Like you're obviously playing quite a lot. I, I, I didn't play Fortnite back when I pulled those hours. I played a, another game, but Fortnite, I'm not too good at Fortnite. You know, I'm just uh, I'm just jumping on the wagon. It's a lot of fun. 
play with my mates, have a good time. His fortnight stats are through the roof. His marriage, however. I know. <laughs> You're lucky you got married or you would have stayed a virgin. Oh, yeah, well, uh, that was the plan, you know, lock him in early on while I'm still got my looks and my charm. Uh, and she doesn't and know then... about my rampant gaming addiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at least I'm not gambling or something. You're like, you know, an yeah, Not yet. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I've got an addictive personality. It's all <sighs> good. That's when what I you hear these do. Fortnite stories, I am so glad that I don't date it. I've never dated a gamer. Because I just don't, I couldn't handle it. It drive me mental. I could see you getting involved in gaming though. No, nah, too you, nah, you'd be right in there. You throw a, the controller around the room and stuff. But I you'd get a, quite involved. I had a gal cave at our old house where I would go in and play uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, hell of a um, game. No, oh, such a great game. But once I'd finish it, gal cave. Yeah. Well, you can play in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you do this gig and you are so whipped. Yeah, out. no, he would you never say that in a million years. years. Yeah, don't tell her. Yeah, yeah. yeah you would no, never. I'm Funny that different. The real Jono is I'm not the one it. on the radio. Yeah, at home you're like, hey, don't you want to do this? Hey, don't, don't you get up? I'll do it, don't. Yeah. I'll do it, don't. I'll do it, don't. Don't say this about me. Hey, don't let me repolish that glass. You've got a water spot. Yeah. Oh, shiver me. Anyway, thank you, Sam. You all We don't want to take up your valuable five and a half hours of Fortnite time. Listen to us, Bickering. Yeah, no, I've just got you on speaker. I'm just getting back into it now. Oh, for goodness sake. He's like, I haven't stopped playing this whole time. It's even worse when you see the people with headsets. Man. They drive me crazy. But 0800 The Edge, ladies, gents, now's the time for you to just dis- to really vent how you're feeling. How has Fortnite ruined your relationship? Let us know. Maybe your partner will hear. Hit the music. Someone's texting. 3343. On Friday, I played Fortnite for 30 hours straight. Ugh. 30 hours. I My hygiene do went out the window. I bet. But my victory royales went through the roof. Okay. Victory Royale's males. Carl, welcome. How's Fortnite affecting your relationship? Well, um, first of all, um, I've been in a relationship with my girlfriend for four years and gaming for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Um, gaming for life? I feel, personally, personally, I feel Fortnite is garbage. I want to be really clear on that. But i just got to ask, Sharon, yes. what is it about gaming in general and specifically headsets that you don't like? What is it? Okay, so Someone's this is, wound up the community. This is my problem, okay? <laughs> and, no, and, and, and like, sure, if that's what you're into. My thing is I couldn't date a gamer because a gamer would play his... If they were playing their game all the time, so as soon as you got home, and but then when they're wearing the headset as well when they're gaming all the time, then you've completely cut off all form of communication with your partner. That's why I would struggle because I, every time you walked in, I would imagine I'd get frustrated trying to talk to them and they can't hear me because he's wearing a headset. No, no, I guess I guess that's fair. That's not the, that's not the case in my relationship, but I'll give you an example. Okay. Um... I feel like gamers can be very creative people, mm-hmm. and I think personally, if you try that, you'd you'd love it. Oh no, I love a good Crash Bandicoot, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if I had someone like say Sam, who we were talking to before from our workday show, he games for what did he say from 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. at night. See, I just could not handle that if, if I was with somebody that was gaming for that long. That would just yeah. do my head in. But if they were gaming no, in moderation, if they were gaming in moderation, I could do it, but not someone that was addicted to it. Oh, yeah, I think, I, I think uh, personally you should try it yourself no, as well. On, All right, well, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll get a PlayStation. Good save on the headset <laughs> thing too, Sharon. Yeah, yeah. Good save. No, I honestly would. I mean, I used to be in karaoke chat rooms when I was younger. I had a headset, but now if I want to talk to someone, I'd do my head in.
We've got an anonymous caller on right now. She actually texts through, but we've managed to get her on the show, but we've had to change her voice and keep her anonymous because Fortnite has ruined your relationship completely. Can you share with us what happened? Um, so my husband is an addict to Fortnite, and so I've now left him. How, how crazy did it get, his Fortnite addiction, for you to leave him? Um, pretty bad, like, hours and hours spent on there and just no time for me or the family, so I had enough and I left. Well, did you say to him, it's Fortnite or me, and he chose Fortnite? Um, well, I mean, there were other things, but, you know, um, I did, I, he did say, oh, I'll get rid of the PlayStation and things, but decided not to and just carried on playing. So when you would play Fortnite, it got to the point where you end up getting divorced from this guy. How many hours a day was he playing Fortnite? Sometimes I could come home and spend from like five in the afternoon till one o'clock in the morning. Wow. Oh. And, you, and you said your family, so you guys got kids as well and he was still just choosing to play Fortnite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. now that you guys are broken up, is he still playing Fortnite all the time or has he realised the error of his ways? All he's got left, so he's still playing. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's awful. No. Absolutely yeah. awful. So what would you say to the people that are spending a lot of time playing Fortnite right now? Like, how often do you think... What do you think is an appropriate amount of time to be playing it? I mean, it's fine. Well, everything's fine in moderation, but, you know, um, when you start taking everything around you for granted... Um, then you've obviously got a problem, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's sad. It's not worth really all those victories. Not, not worth all those victory royales. No, it's no, not. Not, at no. All. not at all. Well, thank you. time. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us this afternoon. I'm so sorry that you had to go through such a horrible situation because of a, a video game, but um, thanks for sharing your story with us. Thank you. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Of course, all this week, our Dom is running five marathons in five days to help fundraise money for three-year-old Kaulani, who has a rare form of cancer. Marathon number two took place today, and it took him about four hours. He's got another one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. he did uh, Christchurch today, and uh, tomorrow's going to be Wellington. Yeah, he's going to be starting off at MediaWorks in Wellington, and he's going to be ending in Waitangi Park. So if you uh, want to get involved on that, um, please remember that Dom has run two marathons already, and if someone running fast next to him, he'll naturally try and keep up. So if you can just kind of run slow, it might be more of a jog walk situation tomorrow. So if you just don't try and run too fast so that he doesn't push himself because he's very fragile, that'd be very much appreciated. He does the opposite of what I do, try and keep up with people. <laughs> I, like to, I like to stay behind the pack in life in general. We now, know. Now Dom's on the phone uh, right now, but before we get to his chat, we've sponsored it. We've yep. actually sold it for $500 Burger King. Uh, thank you so much to, that, to them. They've, uh, they've bought this chat. Now we Woo! spoke to Burger King an hour ago. They had a lot of stuff they wanted oh, yeah. to crowbar into. There's a lot of information so hit the music. Here we go. Yeah, it's rapping Jono. Hello. Mm. Hello, Hello Jono. Nice. I'm glad you're here. When you want a burger, go to BK. BK. Get the BK app for some loyalty. Got a brand new store in Rotorua. Get nine nuggets for a cheeky tour. Nom, nom. Our burgers taste better from the flame grill. <laughs> the refill cups you can refill. Yes. All of our eggs are free range. <laughs> ben Six Dungeon is quite strange. What? Hash browns, they're only one dollar. Barbecue bacon double cheeseburgers, very hard to ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> burger King, bringing you this chat with Dom Harvey, who we cross to now.
Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh no. I, don't, I mean, as far as white wrappers go, if we put it somewhere on the um, you know, M&M to vanilla ice scale, it's definitely down by vanilla ice. Yeah, I think he's lower than vanilla ice, but anyway. Dom, how are you feeling? Hey, Shaz, you bloody hottie. I'm feeling all right. That's a lie. I'm feeling very, very sore and very tired. I've seen, I've seen an Instagram photo of your beat-up toes, mate. They look like... You know when you colour your nails in at school when you're bored with Black Vivid? That's what all of your toes look like right now. Yeah, but I've, John, I've seen your toes. What's your excuse? You look the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm using the powder the doctor prescribed for me, Dom. It's doing the best yeah, it can. It should be illegal for you to wear jandals. <laughs> now, Dom, tomorrow you're going to be running in Wellington, and I've, yeah. I've said I've been your mum today that people, if they're running with you in Wellington tomorrow, they've got to run a bit slower because everyone was making you run fast today because it was their first marathon, but tomorrow's your third one, and if we want you to last all week, we need people to run a bit slower with you. A pity run. Yeah, I think tomorrow might even be like a, a walk run, like the, the sort of thing. So if you've got a nana that likes to get out there for a bit of power, <laughs> send her out tomorrow. Okay, well, that, that sounds like, can we do that on Friday when I join in too? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, Friday, yeah, Friday's going to be very interesting. I might, might be on a segway by Friday. What, what's your men- mental state like, Dom, in, in, you know, in the middle of these runs? Because it must be so hard to keep pushing yourself through. Um. The, the the hard thing is normally when normally when you run a marathon you have a thing um, afterwards called like a, a runner's high which is a big endorphin rush but you just when, when you know you have to get up again the next morning and do it all over again you just don't have that so it's, first of all like it's once you get to like thirty k it's, it's it's really hard like mentally like it's every every part of your body hurts and then when you finally finish then you just have to you can't even enjoy the moment it's like you have to start thinking about how you're gonna like recover in time for the next day. And what do you do to recover? Bloody some supplements, mate. Mainline some supplements. He had a, he had a nice massage <laughs> last night. Yeah, Johnny gave me um, gave me some um, syringes and some bits of pieces. So I, I don't know what I'm doing, but it makes me feel really creamy. Yeah. You stick that in your rectum, mate. You'll be ra- <laughs> you'll be running for five weeks. Dom, you're doing great work. Uh, keep it up, buddy. And uh, all the best tomorrow in Wellington for marathon number three. Oh, thanks, John and Ben Sharon. Thanks for checking in. And um, congratulations on the ad, I think. Yes, $500 going to Kaulani from Burger King. Thank you, Burger King, and thank you, Dominic. Yeah, thanks, team. John, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.